um, I learned a lot about the power of emotion. Um, I learned and became uh, more disciplined in the idea that you can create strategy through the lens of how you want people to feel. So when creating music and sound for brands, it's all about expressing what the brand is all about or what you want to communicate at a particular moment in an experience only through sound, without words. So whether it's an anthem, like the IMAX anthem that you referenced that gives you a grand impression of that brand um, and the story bits that were built into that anthem that allow that story to effectively communicate what that brand is all about are important, but it also goes down to the, to the moment in the experience when you, um, you're using an app or you're using a product and a small sound, like an instantaneous sound comes through and it's meant to communicate something about that experience. So I learned a lot about um, emotion and behavioral science and, and how, using the question, how do you want people to feel um, as a guide for how a brand comes to life in every moment. Wow. Yeah, it's super interesting. A lot of stuff that, that I know about and I'm very passionate about. And, and, and also you got the uh, opportunity that I'm super jealous of <laughs> to collaborate with uh, your friends at Sentence Decision Science. And you guys won an award for the neuroscience-based research capability. And I'm super curious now to hear all about Sonic Pulse and the outcomes of your research. Well, that was, um, that was one of those things um, that I did at Manmade that I'm very proud of, um, where I was challenged um, to create a research capability. Um, we've never had a research capability. We'd like a research capability. Kevin, can you create a research capability? So <laughs> that was the basic flow of many of the things that I did there. This is about the research capability. So the way we approached that, the way I approached that was we wanted to assess the impact and effectiveness of music and sound. We wanted to understand what it was communicating, um, how it was making people feel emotionally, emotionally, what it was saying about the brand or the moment in the experience, and if it was doing its job, which was to make people feel a certain way and communicate something about that experience that the brand wanted people to know. And there was really no way to know that clearly um, but we recognized that if we, if we did know that, we could use that information to actually improve the product, to the, the sound that we were creating. So I, um, I created that capability um, and, and originally with another research partner, um, and it was using uh, traditional survey-based research, and meaning surveys, conscious-based response to questions and, and things like that. And I realized about six or nine months into the first phase of that offering that sound affects people at a subconscious level, yet we're asking them to evaluate it at a conscious level. So fortunately, I came to that conclusion and I, I looked around at different partners and I ran into, um, I, I was introduced to uh, my friend Joe at Sentient. Um, and we started talking and we, we hit it off immediately. And he shared with me their methodology of understanding implicit association and understanding um, how people are reacting to stimulus at a subconscious level, how it makes them feel, what it, um, what it communicates, um, what, what attributes you take away. 
Um, and we decided to focus our energies on that relationship with Sentient and co-create this research capability using their methodologies and our, our stimulus, um, our, our, our desire to prove certain things. And we custom created a methodology specifically for evaluating sound and music and, um, and made it the exclusive capability of, of man-made music's uh, research approach. And uh, what I learned from that was a lot around um, how sound really affects people. Yeah, it, it's so interesting. And, and me being in the sound um, field myself, one of the challenges that I found is to find a proper low cost research tool where I in real time can measure the emotional impact. And as you mentioned, there are a couple of them. There are EEG, there's M fMRI, and, and, and those cost a lot of money. And, and, and then, of course, now you can do implicit explicit tests. Uh, but based on your background and expertise, how do you think we can solve this technology going forward, make it more affordable, much more easier and real time to, to help brands really measuring that impact? I, you know, it's interesting that you say that. I, I think that if we go back a few years, um, the need to bring people into labs and do fMRI and those types of evaluations, which are traditionally small numbers of people that have to go somewhere, um, which is basically an expensive research proposition because you're getting quantitative data on the individual, but you're getting qualitative data in terms of the number of respondents and it's very expensive per respondent. I think those days are, I think those days are, are going away a little bit because there are so many research companies out there like Sentient that have uh, developed quantitative ways to remotely assess people's responses to things. I'm, I'm not saying that the old ways of collecting that data are, are gone. They're incredibly important for scientists and for certain types of research. But I think that there are now affordable ways um, to gather similar amounts of similar types of data in a quantitative setting that is also, um, and this is the important point, you have to be careful that you're working with a research partner that has, um, that has validated with high levels of significance that mm. the data is accurate. That, um, I, I, what do they call them? You'd know this better than me. Um, academically uh, peer reviewed studies, I mean, whatever it is, these things need to be validated. And there are a lot of research players out there right now claiming behavioral science approaches that don't have the accreditation, I think that's the word I was looking for, the academic accreditation that their, that their studies are actually um, pr providing valuable results. So it's hard, you have to be careful in selecting a partner, but there are, are a lot of partners out there that, that have great, great um, approaches to doing that very affordably. Yeah, I face that challenge too, where you go and speak to the brands and they say, oh, no, 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 I've done that before. And we always got negative results. And, and then I ask, okay, so what was the mythology? What kind of music did you choose? And, and it's always going to be based like, yeah, it was a CD. And it, you know, it doesn't have that Latin square. It doesn't have that real scientific thought about it. And, and also they don't do it. Uh, uh, they, they, they instantly just ask survey questions on music, which means like, oh, yeah, but then the, the, the person is aware of what you're asking for. You don't get the real answer. And now you've moved away a little bit from sound branding and you broaden yourself into more emotional branding. 
But before we leave on this subject, based on your expertise and learnings, what would you say that brand leaders must know about the power of audio branding and what they have to implement in the strategies to stay competitive? Well, I'm going to go in a couple of different directions with that answer. I mean, as it relates to audio branding, I think it's becoming more and more popular. Brands are, are starting to realize that the sound that their brand makes is important. Um, and it definitely affects people at an emotional letter, uh, level, whether you um, are planning what that sound is or it's just happening. Um, the sound of your brand has a lot of potential impact on people. What I took away from that experience um, beyond sound was the power of emotion. Um, and the power of emotion is something that's often ignored or under leveraged by most brand leaders. They don't recognize that emotion, no matter how it comes to you, through sound, through smell, through customer service, through experiences that you have with the brand, through the way a brand communicates with you, for how, how responsive a brand is to your needs and desires, these are all things that I recognized were so um, ignored by most brand leaders and CMOs for whatever reason, but the data is there that it's incredibly important.